Welcome to the Love on the Go podcast, brought to you by Carolina's Matchmaker. I'm Lori Burzak, and for over 17 years, I've been helping singles find the relationship of their dreams all over the Carolinas. Along the journey, I've met so many amazing professionals and experts from various fields, and I'm excited to introduce them to you. What's my goal? I want to help you look at love and relationships in a new way and to grow in your understanding of how love works. Let's learn together how people have overcome personal obstacles and have found love, first and foremost, with themselves. The ultimate goal is realizing that you are worthy and deserving of love. Let's get started. Okay, I'm here with Erica Etten, and she's talking to me about her new apartment. Erica and I go way back. We've known each other for a very long time. She runs an awesome company called A Little Nudge, um, as, oppo- as opposed to Nudge. Which she can, right? I might be a nudge depending on what day of the week it is, but my company is a little nudge. <laughs> do you remember I asked you that the first time I met I know you, you which is it. I don't know how many people do do that, but anyway, I was like, is it nudge or is it nudge? She's depending like, on what my mother said. No, that's anyway. right. <laughs> so she, she runs a, con- a consulting company that helps people navigate the world of online dating, which I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have collaborated together with many, many things. And so I thought like, why not get our two brains together and talk about how we work with people with online dating? Um, she also wrote a book called love at first sight, and she is the co-host of a dating podcast called. So we met online, which is now defunct, but all of it is still online. I think you did like a hundred episodes. Yeah. We stopped at a hundred episodes. Yeah. It was, it was the right ending point. <laughs> it was brilliant. And I oh, used to, when I was, yeah. I remember I would like walk, especially during the pandemic, I would walk my neighborhood and listen to you when I couldn't reach you by phone, I would listen to you. And then I would text you. I'm listening to That's you. That's the right sweetest now. thing. I know, I know. And then, so I love that you went to Cornell and you got your MBA from Georgetown. Mm. Um, so originally you were kind of, you were an economist. Yep. Studying to be that. And then you switched gears. So tell me how that happened. Well, you know, I don't know about your family, but I was taught in my family, you know, you do the marketable thing. You do the thing that society tells you to do. And my parents didn't grow up with anything. So, you know, their philosophy, understandably, is, is work hard and get a job that is secure. Mm-hmm. And so that was my mindset. So I studied economics and mm-hmm. I got a job at Fannie Mae after college in D.C., mortgage finance stuff. Um, and I got my MBA at night while I was at Fannie Mae. I mean, partially because I like business and partially because if I'm being totally honest, they were contributing a little to it. So sure. it made sense. I never thought I was going to start a business. Mm-hmm. I know I went to business school, but I was the one person in class who never even like I didn't even pay attention in entrepreneurship class because I'm like, whatever. And then separate and apart from that, I started a spreadsheet of my own online dating experience. Initially, you'll you'll <laughs> like this. So I did J-Date like, yep. So J-Date started and came out in 1997, which is and that's crazy. Jewish dating for people that Jewish don't know. Dating, correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it in 2001. This is well mm-hmm. before online dating was a thing. And mm-hmm. initially I started the spreadsheet. So I didn't accidentally write to the same person twice because <laughs> at the time you had to use a username, right? Like a clever username. And I still remember some of the ones on J-Date. One was, okay, some of these are really corny. One was Dr. Okay. Schnoz, which I found hilarious. <laughs> Um, one was okay, a little dirty, but funny hung like a mezuzah. <laughs> I still remember. 
Anyway, you don't want to write to that guy twice. So <laughs> then I started tracking things in there. Like if I made little tweaks here and there, did my response rate go up? Did more people reply to me? How about mm-hmm. my conversion rate? Uh, meaning if somebody replied, did we go on a date? And I made little improvements. And then my friends started asking me for help. Like, what are you doing? Write my profile. So I started helping them and I loved it. So on the one mm-hmm. hand, I was pretty... Uh, unsatisfied in cubicle life. And on the other hand, I was really loving helping friends with online dating. So almost 12 years ago, I quit my job and started a little nudge. I love that. And, um, what, what can you tell us about online dating? Like we were talking about conversion, what is kind of like a trick for conversion? Uh, good question. So I would say, Every message you send on a dating site should have a purpose. Just like, okay, I took stand-up comedy class. I'm not that good for what it's worth, but everything you say, everything you say in a comedy routine, every word has to serve a purpose. And I'm not saying it has to be that detailed, but when you're writing messages online, each message should get you one step closer to a date. So as much as it's nice to chit chat and like learn a little about someone, that learning should be targeted to getting you to a date. So maybe at some point you say, oh, well, I just, you know, I just moved here. Are there places in my area I should try? And then Mm -hmm. the person tells you one. And then you say, maybe we should try that together. So you see every message is leading closer and closer to the date. So you Mm -hmm. don't just have idle chit chat. Right. And that's what normally happens is people people go back and forth and then they exchange phone numbers and then it just drops off. I don't allow clients to exchange phone numbers before a date is planned. Yeah. And so I only allow exchanging phone numbers after a date is planned, but one mm-hmm. day before the date for contingencies. And they mm-hmm. actually use the words in case you need to reach me tomorrow. My number right. is because I don't want it to be so you can text me incessantly all day. Right. Like, hey, what's, what's up? up? Good morning. Yeah. Good night. How's it going? <laughs> Hope you had a good day. Oh, my God. I can't think of anything more. It's time for that. <laughs> Right. There's a sense Except of urgency. if you texted me that I would have time for it. We so. would have, we would send a selfie. Um, <laughs> and that's what it is. And I, I, I learned this from you years ago and, and that's what I do with my own clients Great. is Good. because it creates a sense of urgency Correct. When, you, when you stay on the app, once you get off, then it, it just, it falls away. Um, right. so I think that's really smart. Um, you, you and I, we, 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 we've collaborated together last week, even, or two weeks ago, I had you go on a practice date. With oh, one yes, of my that's clients. true. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. We do that. We do mock dates sometimes because yeah. yep. there's only so much you can learn in working with someone, mm-hmm. but we're not on a date with our clients. Mm-mm. And it's funny because I don't know, I assume you, this happens to you too, where like maybe a client will be doing something on our call or they'll be wearing something. And, and you'll say, I mean, I say like, Oh, you know, make sure when you're dating, you, whatever, fill in the blank. That's the opposite of what they're currently doing. And they're like, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, of course. Obviously I'm not on it. And it's like, but the best proxy I have for how you date is how you show up for a meeting with me. Right. Exactly. So, so yeah, so we did a a mock date, which look, it's never going to be perfect because the client knows it's a mock date, but I'll be curious to hear your thoughts. I never talked to you after you watched the Zoom, but essentially- we had a Zoom date where 
I would interrupt sometimes mm-hmm. and give the client feedback. Uh, it was a, a guy on mm-hmm. what he was doing right, what he could make improvements on. Mm-hmm. We just had a regular conversation, just like we would on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we debriefed after. And even if one thing resonates, it was worth it. And he went on another date. So I want to talk to you about it. Oh, goody. One of the things you talked about was back pocket topics. Talk about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So like you said, sometimes he couldn't think of things to talk about. So we brainstormed on three, I called them back pocket topics or conversations, Mm -hmm. three of those that he could have where he doesn't have to think about it. So I think one was travel. One was dogs, I think. And I can't remember the other restaurants, restaurants. Yeah. Cause yep. he really wants to try new restaurants. Yep. And so it's like, if there is an awkward silence and you must come up with something new, go in your back pocket. Cause you now have three ideas. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and it helps as a matchmaking client and also with online dating, grab a couple of the items that they put on their profile. And those mm-hmm. are your back pocket items, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the pocket's getting pretty full, it's getting full. (laughs) So now you just need to remember exactly. Maybe maybe like we were in grade school, we would put like right, right down in our hands, the the cheat sheet. You're going to laugh. I haven't sung in a long time because COVID and whatever, but I, for a while I was singing the national anthem at Mm -hmm. random sporting events. And Mm -hmm. my biggest fear in the world is forgetting the words. Obviously I know the words, but I used to write the keywords on my hand. I luckily I know. Oh, the keywords. That's funny. Cause Francis got key. (laughs) She's a pun. We have to talk about your puns. (laughs) That was amazing. That was good. Um, but yes, writing it on your hand because it's Mm -hmm. hard in the moment to, to remember things. Mm -hmm. It really is. So keywords. Oh my God. No, it's fine. It's just dating. It, you know, it's hard. You've been on a lot of dates. Tell, let's talk about that. How, like, what are you, what are the best dates that you've been on in terms of location? And like, how do you know when it's going really well? Or how do you know when it's worth going on a second date, even when the attraction isn't there or the sparks aren't there? I always recommend for a first date. I always say you can always add dinner, but you can't take it back. So (laughs) something short, that can be extended. Maybe that's a coffee. Maybe that's a drink. Maybe that's a walk where at a natural breaking point, if it's not a match, you can go, but mm-hmm. you can always extend it. I always like at, at a, a wine bar, for example, mm-hmm. there's generally food. So if you sit in the bar area or like a cafe, like do you have Tate there? No. Um, it's, I think it started in Israel, actually. It's this okay. like cafe, but they have really good food okay. and I think drinks, but mostly coffee and it, okay. it kind of satisfies everything. And nice. so that way, you know, you could start at a place like that. And mm-hmm. then if you're enjoying each other, you stay there and you order some food or share a croissant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you're not sure, go on a second date mm-hmm. because what do you have to lose another hour out of your life? I think most of us hopefully plan to live a while longer. So mm-hmm. we have, I, I hate the mindset of wasting time like is meeting Mm -hmm. a new person a waste of time I don't think so agree and so yeah that's my advice there uh in terms of like better and worse places obviously you want to be able to have a conversation I wouldn't go anywhere too loud on the first Mm -hmm. date I in terms of sitting try to sit catty corner or next to each other so Mm -hmm. it's really hard to have a conversation at least an intimate conversation across like one of those really big two top tables. I feel like one, you're yelling and two, you're 
table neighbors can hear everything you're saying. I remember many years ago, I was on a date at a coffee shop near me and it was a first date. And this lady at the table next to us literally swiveled her chair so she could listen to us. And so I, I am not an angel. Sometimes I play tricks on people. And I, so if I know somebody is actively eavesdropping, I always bring up hemorrhoids because you just want to see the person's face. <laughs> anyway. Oh gosh. That's great. Am I? So do your homework, make sure that you're not sitting at, in, if you're going to a restaurant, maybe help sit, it all the time. Sometimes yeah, you can't always control bar. it, but given mm-hmm. the choice. Yeah. Try. Yeah. I've been sending a lot of dates to breweries lately. Bre- oh, breweries fun. are great. Right. We've got so many in the Carolinas. That's, That's like great. our thing down here. Here's something, you know, I sell matchmaking and online dating to my, to my clients. Um, and I love my online dating program. Um, and sometimes people will come to me and say, oh, no, I've been online before. It doesn't work for me. And I say, well, this is a completely new and different way. But mm-hmm. it's and I say, you can't throw away the baby with the bathwater. What is your opinion on online dating and how mm-hmm. people should look at it in a different way than they are? How can we course correct? So I rolled my eyes when yep. you said that people say I tried online dating. It doesn't work or I tried it and I hate it. And I always push a little when somebody says that, well, what have you done? Mm -hmm. You know, and usually the answer is like, well, I put up a profile one day in five minutes and no one Mm -hmm. wrote to me. And it's like, I could pay for the gym and never set foot in there. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it won't work. I won't reach my health goals if I don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be one, you have to put your best foot forward, which is difficult sometimes when you're writing about yourself. That's why Mm -hmm. I learned exist. And two, you have to put the time in, like, let's say you're searching for a new job. You put together your resume. Maybe you hire someone to help Mm -hmm. you with your resume. Maybe you hire a headhunter to help you find potential jobs. And then you go on some interviews. That's the equivalent of a date. Now, let's say you're not getting interviews. Well, you probably want to update your resume. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you're not getting dates, why doesn't anyone think I should update my online dating profile? And then let's say you're not getting the jobs. You don't say, oh, I guess working's not for me. So why are people so quick to jump to our online dating's not? No, it is for you. It's for anyone. Mm -hmm. But there are there are best practices. For example, I recommend five pictures, except Mm -hmm. hints require six people put an obsessive number of pictures on a lot of the sites Mm -hmm. and it's like we don't need to see the details of your trip to florence (laughs) i don't want to uh (laughs) i don't know why i chose that it's like an online album yeah no one needs here's what people (laughs) want to see the person showing up on the date that's right. it. Notice I didn't say anything else. Full stop. Right. You know, they don't want to see Mount Rushmore. They don't want to see 12 pictures of your cat. They don't want to see all of your buddies who are more attractive than you are. They just want to see you look like 10 years ago. Oh my God. For crying That's out what loud. They really don't want to see. They definitely they don't want to see your baby they picture. Like recent photo and yeah. full length if you got it and make it happen if you don't. That's it. The person That's in your picture has yep. to show up on the date. So right. funny analogy. So I I um I do a little acting on the side and it's very similar with a headshot. Like mm-hmm. if you if you submit a headshot, that has to be the you who shows up to the acting job. And um 
I heard a story once of this woman who sent in her headshot. She had beautiful long hair. She got hired for a Pantene commercial. <laughs> she shows up with short hair. No. They fired her. Of course. Because you have to be the same person. Yes. Yeah, who do. does that? What kind of stupidity? Anyway. I, I, my prayer and hope is that people change their way of thinking in mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter what your height, your weight, your ethnicity, your religion, none of that matters with online dating. Just show up as you are right now. And there will be people that are attracted to you, period. That is 100% then, true. Yep. Right. And mm-hmm. then you get the option. Okay. This person's attracted to me. Do they have potential? You know, yeah. are they ambitious? Are they funny? Are they uh, dynamic? Like, what are the things that you're looking for? Right. The, the right religion or the politics, whatever. Right. It's your choice. And you, it puts you in the power position. I like That's that. That's what I and love I, about online dating. I totally agree. And, right? and right. for some reason, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, people think of online dating as all or nothing, like yeah. not doing online dating or I'm doing, look, you're going to meet duds. You're going to meet yeah. duds anywhere you go. You're going to meet duds anywhere, anywhere. You're going to meet amazing people anywhere. So yeah. why not use the best tool out there that sort of aggregates people? That's I right. Mean, it would be silly. No, I was, what did I, I used the stupid analogy yesterday that I'm going to say again, because I don't know, it made sense to me. I was hanging up, up a picture yesterday and I needed a nail and, and a tool. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I had a shoe handy and I'm like, ugh, I got to go find the hammer. And I thought I could just shoe, but that is not efficient. And, <laughs> and also I don't want to ruin my shoe. So right. I went and found the hammer and hung up my picture, but it's yeah. like, it's a tool. That's yes. it. And right. when you look at the wall, it doesn't matter what I actually use to hang it because you see the pretty picture. Right. And when you hire a professional, and this is what I explained to somebody yesterday when I was describing my services to her, what it does is it it lends support and and a an emotional that deep emotional connection is assuaged. So basically mm-hmm. you have me or you going in deleting, blocking people that may not be good. We're the first line of defense. Is that them. what you're trying to say? We we're the first line of defense and it and it relieves some of that emotional connection yep. so that they can look at it like a tool. So yes. that they can look at it like a platform instead of feeling rejected and feeling too emotional and feeling some kind of way. And yeah. so when you get a professional in the middle of mm-hmm. that, it's it's it helps with clarity of mind around yeah, we all shield of it. people from that. We totally do. And that I had a woman the other day I was talking to and she, she beautiful, beautiful woman in every kind of way inside Mm -hmm. and out. And she's like, I can't do online dating. I'm so inundated with messages. And to the point where she just, she just shuts down. I have a lot of clients like that. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is my favorite thing to do is here's what I do. I get them online. And then I say, do not look at your profile for 24 hours. And then Mm -hmm. it aggregates. I mean, like hundreds sometimes of people. Right. And then I go in, it's like my favorite thing to do. It's like Mm -hmm. one of my, I love telling my clients Uh on my dating. And then I get to go and look at all the dudes that are interested in her block, 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 delete, delete, delete the men that I know without a doubt that aren't going to be good for her based on what she's told me. Mm -hmm. And then we have a succinct list of Mm -hmm. people that are possibles. Then I get back on a zoom with her and we go through everyone and she like, I don't know exactly her type. Sometimes like, I think she's looking for, you know, the chiseled look and she's looking for something more basic, whatever. 
So we go through, looks alone. And then if she's like, not sure, like, some, you know, sometimes you look at somebody, you're like, oh, and that's a no. Mm-hmm. Like you just know you never kiss this person. So, but the ones that we're not sure about. And now I've already gone in and looked at all of his pictures, read every single thing. And I'm like, yep. he looks decent. Mm-hmm. So then we do it together. Good. And then if we like him, we, and this is on match.com, we like him back because he's already liked her. Mm-hmm. Now they're in in her, he's in matches. her inbox and it matches. Mm-hmm. And then we go continue to go through and do that. And then great. we go into the matches and then we write letters or we give it 24 hours to see. We if write letters. Write we write letters. <laughs> I'm so old school. I mean, I listen to my language. We let we write letters. <laughs> we write love notes and letters. Okay. We message them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had, I had to. I'm say like so. back in seventh grade. That's okay. So I still funny. say book on tape. You do. So. Okay, good. We write, we write letters. Write I don't letters. even ever say that. It's so funny that I just said it, whatever. Okay. So we write letters and then, um, or we give them 24 hours to write, to, to do the initial, but a lot of times people are not online a lot. Yeah. And so we shouldn't like some women are like, well, I'm not going to start the oh, messaging. People okay, get in the wrong way that. every which way possible. They do. It doesn't matter who starts the initiation. It does not matter. It's not some overt gesture. Like, oh my God, I love you. We must go out. It's like, <laughs> Hey, I saw you like to play tennis. Me too. I played in high school. Maybe I should pick up my racket. Do you play on a team? The end. Yeah. yeah. It's not rocket science. Uh, I do something similar with my coaching clients yeah. where we go through, they share their screen. Mm-hmm. I love it also. Yes. Uh, because often we'll find people they would have dismissed. Yeah. And people are so judgy. And it's like, give it a second. Like, stop. Okay. So I had this client two days ago mm-hmm. and she talk about getting in your own way. She's a lovely person, but she looks for every reason why not to go out with someone, but not mm-hmm. even to the point of going out every reason not to even send a message. And mm-hmm. it was an interesting one. The profile was pretty basic. It was on Bumble mm-hmm. and he, you know, he had all the right criteria she was looking for. Um, he was studying to get his PhD. He, um, wants children, just like with the basics, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was excited about this guy for her. And she, I sent her, I sent her his profile and she writes back, Ugh, he likes to talk about politics. He mentioned he's sarcastic. Sometimes he's not even finished with school yet. We're in different life places. Mm. And I followed up very nicely with you live in DC. It's a political place. Right. It's not like he's doing undergrad. He's getting his PhD. <laughs> like he's on the track. And and like just all the she was picking, picking, picking. And yep. it's like, why did you just discount all of the good mm-hmm. and find something? Mm-hmm. And who's to say he's gonna lead with all of those minuscule things? It just made me angry. It made me feel frustrated, mm-hmm. both for me, because I put a lot of work into it, and for mm-hmm. her, because she's missing out on opportunities because she's, what's that expression? Like she's not seeing the forest through the trees or something. Yeah. yeah. And I can only coach so much, but at a certain point, I'm talking to a brick wall. That's at a right. certain point, I just, and maybe you feel this way too. Yeah. I just have to say, okay. This is her program. I'm, I'm tired. Right. You know? Right. And as matchmakers and dating coaches, we, we want every client that hires us to find love. And when they don't find whatever they're looking for, but whatever they're looking for, partnership, marriage, whatever it is, 
And when when they're blocking themselves, it's so frustrating because frustrating. we can see what they're doing wrong and how they're closing off to something, but we can't right. always get them. No, we do the our best. Line. And certain clients mm-hmm. are really open to feedback, which mm-hmm. I don't know why you wouldn't be if you hire a service like ours. Like I don't hire my accountant to then tell him what to do, right. you know, but so I, whatever, I don't get it. Um, yeah. Certain clients are really receptive and I feel great about that and certain mm-hmm. aren't. And I, it's funny, I've been doing this 12 years and I had to take a step back from, I'll always care probably too much, but sometimes mm-hmm. I have to give in and mm-hmm. sometimes I need to care less. If mm-hmm. someone's not going to listen and I'm just mm-hmm. driving them nuts, trying, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. No, it's not worth it. And we can see th- things from a macro view and a micro mm-hmm. view, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are just looking at everything in the micro. Yeah. And, and they're so fixated often on, look, of course you can have some non-negotiables, some deal breakers, mm-hmm. but people I think often fixate on the wrong things. Like is the extra inch in height going to keep you warm at night? Oh, yeah. You know, is, is an extra $10,000 in your salary mm-hmm. going to make or break it? Like, honestly, mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, you're going to add your salaries anyway. So basically you make way more than you did the loan. That's it's right. A win. So it's just, I think sometimes people are fo- like, okay. I remember once I had this client, nice guy in Texas, Jewish, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. went on a date and said it went well, blah, blah. And I said, um, Okay, tell me about the date. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, she's 37. She's Jewish. She does this job. She lives in this place. She lives here. And I said, I didn't ask for her resume. <laughs> tell me about, how did you feel? Did you laugh? Right. Did you get along? Were you attracted to her? Right. Like people look sometimes they're mm-hmm. so, yeah, what you said, like my, macro, micro. Yeah. And micro. I studied economics too. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I would rather be with someone or rather a client be with someone who makes mm-hmm. them feel good and makes them mm-hmm. feel special and laughs at their jokes mm-hmm. than someone who like has the perfect dating resume. That's right. It's funny because the, okay, so let's go back to my client that you, that you date? did the mock date with. Uh-huh. So I sent him out on a date um, the other night and he came back. He said, you know, she's different from what I, I'm used to dating yeah. in just different ways. Like he had, okay. he just had this idea in his head. No, um, he said, and I didn't feel fireworks. He said, but I would go out with her again. We had a good time. Good. And I said to him, I don't know how you would feel fireworks if you, if your nervous system is so right on fire. Fireworks are like, probably just diarrhea brewing up in there anyway. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that was, it was uncouth. <laughs> But it's true. It's like when you're so nervous, how do you feel fireworks? That that to me would be overload. Well, yeah, and fireworks are right. Fireworks are often just physical attraction, right? Yeah. Like usually the fireworks people, oh, this is a good usually they fizzle like a firework. Uh, That's right. Because that's all there is. That's all there is. So and I spoke to her and she said, you know what? He was a nice guy plenty to talk about. She said, I could tell he was a little nervous, but he, Mm -hmm. but he kind of calmed down and I'll go out with him again. 
good. And so they're both kind of like, honestly, sort of on the fence about it, but they're both going to go out again. Do I think it's going to work out? Not sure. Hopefully it will, but at least Just they're giving it another like, chance. Yeah. What's work out anyway. If, if yeah. they end up having a nice time that that's yeah. working out. Yeah. To me, it was a success. He went I on agree. a date. He, he, he could remember two out of three of the pocket ideas hey, I'll that take you it. all talked about. Yep. And, um, and he came out of it unscathed. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. How do you measure success? Because I'm sure just like with my, with people who call me to potentially, they'll ask, what's your success rate? Or, mm-hmm. And I'm curious to know how you answer that question. Cause I know how I answer it. Yeah. So with matchmaking, four out of five of the people that hire me find love either through a direct match that I make or on their own during mm-hmm. the time we're working together or like yeah. up to a year. Okay. And I call that success because we're coaching, we're getting them out on dates, they're learning a lot. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden somebody walks in and it's like, oh, that's the one. And sometimes yeah. I think, well, how was I supposed to find them that person when that's the way they were supposed to meet? So I'm going to put that under the umbrella of success for me. That's with matchmaking. And then honestly, with my online dating program, I have like a 90% success rate. But what does that mean? It means that in the three months that I work with someone, they end up in a monogamous relationship where they both have gotten offline and they are dating exclusively. How do you measure that? They let me know that they've both gotten offline. (laughs) I'm very reluctant to give a number like that because I can only be successful at what I can control. Yeah. So when clients ask me, what is your success rate? I ask them, what is success? Right. If they say a relationship, I say, that's all great. I want that for you. If that's what you want. Yeah. But here's what I can control. I make sure you're putting your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. I make sure you're being proactive at online dating. And I make sure you're going on dates with the right people. Yeah. Here's what is your responsibility showing up on your dates, putting, you know, mm-hmm. being your best self. Here's what no one can control. If you like someone, if someone likes you, if someone's mm-hmm. a flake, if someone's looking for a relationship. Yeah. And so I don't give a number and I know that's unsatisfying for a lot of people. And now yeah. I say, look, I, I'll do a three or a six month plan. Mm-hmm. I tell them rarely do I work the whole six months. Like usually in that time, somebody mm-hmm. finds something they want to, someone they want to try pursuing things with. Yeah. And, and if that non-answer turns people off, I don't care because I, I know what is in my power and what is not. A hundred percent. Yeah. And sometimes I say, I mean, with that guy, the mock date guy, mm-hmm. he said, I didn't realize how much I, I need to work on. And that's a good that's realization. A compliment because, you uh-huh. know, here he, it, like he realizes now, like we've, we've, he has not been in a, he has not been in a successful relationship as of yet. We're mm-hmm. pointing out the things that he can do to make it happen and be successful. Yeah. And he's grateful for it. Well, that's you know? part All of that. it too. I mean, if I mm-hmm. make a, com- a client more confident in themselves, yep. that to me is success too. I mean, sometimes 100%. that's more successful yep. than, and, or, or if someone discovers a quality they're looking for in a partner that they didn't know, or if they think something's important and I help them discover it's actually not important, yeah. that's success to me too. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. And honestly, with a lot of people, it's like they're dating again. 
They've been yeah. not, they've been sitting on the couch, not dating for years. Or they, they were married for years and don't yeah, know how to date. They don't know how to date. I mean, and, I yes. remember once this was the cutest thing. Okay. This is funny. Years ago, I worked with a guy, I think probably early forties. He ended up getting married to someone I set him up with from mm-hmm. okay. Cupid. I get so annoyed because they never tell me. And then a year later, he's like, oh yeah, by the way, thanks. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Anyway, he referred his mother to me. And so it was the first mother son. And I yes. said to her, I said, look, I can't guarantee the same kind of results that I had. Yep. With your son. So yep. anyway, she was a hoot. I loved working with her. And I still remember, I could picture the guy I set her up with. And I called her the next day to see how the date went. And she was like, oh, it's good. And she was being weirdly coy. And she's not a coy lady. So mm-hmm. I was like, something's up. Anyway, the next time we talked, she goes, I was a little embarrassed. And I'm like, why? She goes, I quote, and she's in her mid sixties. I quote, she goes, we screwed each other's brains out. <laughs> and I got to tell you, that's one of my favorite stories. Cause that is success. Totally. I mean, she probably hadn't had sex in 40 years, you know? So, oh my God, that is brilliant. That's I mean, brilliant. Not, I mean, with anyone else besides her former. Yeah. Spouse. Um, so those are my favorite clients to work with. Oh my God. She was so funny. I've had so many women in their sixties hire me and they find love and they have sex, (laughs) the best, best sex of their lives. The kids are out of the house (laughs) and they're so excited and they're so happy. Um, and I mean, if anything, that is complete success, but I know, it's, and it's I great. Isn't that. it awesome? Those like that people in their sixties and seventies can find love sometimes even better than the first loves and second loves Absolutely. that they had in their, in their third chapter of life. Absolutely. I had an 82 year old client mm-hmm. and he ended up going out with this 85 year old client. So 85 year old uh-huh. woman, 82 year old got in love, in love. Yeah. The funniest, I shouldn't say this. Never mind. The funniest part was he was, eh, it doesn't matter. Never mind. <laughs> all right. Just say it. Come I on. know more about their sex life than I should. Oh God, uh, yes. Never mind. That's all. Apparently he took some shots and I guess I look, I don't know how these shots work, but I guess like there's a certain time frame in which you need to um, do your um, thing like uh have sex after you take the shots maybe i don't know and she yeah. was getting frustrated with him because she would like show up at his house for dinner and he'd yeah. be like all right let's go i took the shot 20 minutes yeah. oh my god <laughs> i once had a guy in in his 70s or 80s explaining to me the the, the penis pump oh wait is it i didn't know anything about this our, i still our don't mutual know. client told me about oh, it god i don't yes yeah. i know more well, about his nether regions than I wish I did. Oh, but God. Also, I love when clients feel comfortable sharing yeah. that. Yeah. You know, no, he's engaged. Sure. Uh, yeah, I know. Okay. I, I, I mean, I was, that was a miracle. You know, I patted myself on both shoulders. Yeah, you should. I did. <laughs> that was, that was a miracle. He was looking for something so specific and I was working with him matchmaking. And then I said, let's switch to online dating. And then Erica and I worked together and yep. And he found somebody and they moved in together very quickly and they're he engaged. has the family he always wanted. He never had kids. And 100%. It's perfect. No, yeah. it's so it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful what we can create. Um, we could talk all day. I, will I know bring, I will bring you back on the show in the future. I would um, love that. Uh, but we'll end for now. Um, Erica, uh, how can people find you? Well, uh you can go to a little nudge.com. You can go to basically anything, Instagram. I love your Instagram. I thank you. I love my Instagram too. It's it's examples, often not good 
of what people do online and then yep. advice on how not to do that. Yes. And so it's, it's, it's funny. It's cringy. It's, it's everything you want it to be. Yeah. It's really good. So check that out. Add a little, a little nudge. Yeah, and then random Instagram. pictures thrown in of my dog. Yep. Uh, And then other than that, I always offer a free 20 minute consultation. If you're thinking about uh, hiring an online dating coach and I, Lori, I, I love collaborating with you and I love being your friend and that's it. it. I love it. I love (laughs) being your friend too. And do you have a favorite charity? I always like to post people's favorite charities. What a wonderful thing. Um, I would would say. Yeah, I would say um where I got my dog. Mm-hmm. Uh Lucky Dog Animal Rescue. Nice. Uh I am always in support of dog rescue. Uh that's how I got my scruffy. And so I I would be honored if someone decided to donate to them. They're DC based, just local, uh just a really good organization. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being on Love on the Go, and I will speak to you soon. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Love on the Go. I hope you join us on our next episode. You can make sure to know when it is by following us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you enjoyed it, it'd be great if you left us a review. I'd appreciate it. In the meantime, to learn more about me and how my team can help you, visit carolinasmatchmaker.com. Until next time.